Dining at Disney Podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney Podcast. And now your hosts, Kristen and Bubba. Welcome to the Dining at Disney Podcast. I'm Kristen. And with me is Bubba. Yes. <laughs> we are longtime Disney annual pass holders and Disney food lovers. For those of you joining us for the first time, please make sure you like, subscribe, and click the notification bell so you know when we go live or post new content. Bubba, how you doing today? I am hot on the surface of the sun in my town. Ooh, <laughs> that doesn't hot. sound like fun. <laughs> 110 degrees, there's fires everywhere, and just smoky, and yeah, it feels like the sun today. That's yeah. what I hear. I've got yeah. fr- I've got friends in Seattle that are sweltering right now. You know, they yeah. don't have air conditioning over there. In some and hopefully we don't have a rolling blackout during this podcast. So. <laughs> yeah, that would not be good. No because <laughs> we do have a very big show for you guys today. This is our first ever Disney Happy Hour episode. And we have a handful of special guests that will be joining us monthly. So I'm going to start off with Al John Go. Hey, wait, did from- you say happy hour? Yeah. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> so I'm going to introduce everybody who is part of this very cool monthly show. Uh, and I'm going to start with Al John Go from the Disney list because he is next to me. So Al John, tell everybody just a little bit about yourself. Okay. How long you've been like a Din- Disney annual pass holder, What that kind of stuff. A uh, longtime member of the Disney, uh, the Disney family. Uh, with being a pass holder so many years. I don't even know how many years. So many. Since 09. Okay. There you go. <laughs> uh, since 09. And then also big Disney Marvel Star Wars fan. Uh, love drinks. I love uh, I love the Disney food. I think my favorite restaurant. Do we need to talk about that now or just wait? No, we can wait. We can wait. Okay. So, yeah. Big fan. And uh, also co-host of the Disney List podcast with you. And uh, new projects coming soon to the world of Disney podcasting. Also joining us today is Tony Castelnova from Disney by the Numbers and Disney Parks Podcast. How you doing, Tony? I am doing well. It'd probably be better if I spoke into the microphone. <laughs> Tell everybody a little bit about you. Uh, a longtime Disney fan. Uh, first trip, 1976 to uh, Walt Disney World. Uh, been a pass holder since 2010 when I moved to Orlando. And uh, closer to the magic, as we like to say. And uh, I have a website and a podcast with my other brother from another mother. (laughs) Well, that will kind of lead into Park Hopper John from Disney Parks Podcast and WDW Park Hoppers. How you doing, John? Oh, wonderful, wonderful. It's always good when I can spend time with you guys. So uh, I'm Park Hopper John, and I come to you from uh, WDW Park Hoppers, and I also co-host the Disney Parks podcast. And I get very much. Uh, I get to uh, talk all about Disney World from a uh, locals' perspective, and uh, you know the cool thing is, is not only do I get to uh, spend a lot of time with one of my best friends, with Tony. I also get to spend time with my best friend doing a, a podcast, uh, and that's the lovely and talented Park Hopper Sid. Perfect. And speaking of Park Hopper Sid from WDW Park Hoppers, how are you doing? I am doing fantastic. So glad to be here. And yes, yeah, see, I'm just like you. I get to sit next to my podcast host, co-host, Park Hopper John. And Tony, you may get Park Hopper John as your online spouse. But I get him in real life. So I R L. I R L. Should have put a ring on it sooner, Ooh. Tony. And we were pass holders all the way back in 2007, looking yeah. at a friend who said, Hey, you guys should get Disney passes. And we went, What? We don't have kids. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the club on that. I love it. And last. <laughs> 
But not least, of course, is Kat Arcori, and she is a special correspondent yeah. for Sorcerer Radio and Dining at Disney. Hi, everyone. <laughs> How are you doing, Kat? Kat? Be here today and to chat with you all about my favorite thing, food. <laughs> um, I've been a, uh, a pass holder here in California and in Orlando since, uh, I don't know, the starting of time, beginning of time, <laughs> <laughs> for as long as I can remember. Um, and while Orlando is my home park, I do have a special place in my heart for Disneyland. I do. I'm there most of the time when it's open, of course. Since you live there, yeah. I do, I'm here. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so starting off with, I'm going to start with you, Kat. What are you drinking? Oh, my, my usual... Uh, Heavy duty diet coke. (laughs) (laughs) Always got one. Always one in my hands. I know, right? How about you, Tony? Do you have something that's uh, Polynesian? Considering your background is uh, the poly right now. Put in front of your t-shirt. Put in front of your t-shirt. There you go. There you go. Oh, nice. Iced tea. Iced tea. Iced tea. <laughs> okay. Iced tea. Hardcore iced tea. Okay, so oh, okay. I have to ask this because we're all in the southern part of the U.S. Is Ooh. it sweet or unsweet? Uh, this is unsweet. Unsweet. Okay, so he's just yeah. like me. He drinks his unsweet. Jersey. He's from Jersey. Yeah. He doesn't understand. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. know. Yeah, Not even lemon? Stand up. Uh, it's got a, a, the fake lemon flavor. <laughs> fake lemon. Uh, oh, oh, Imitation gonna... label. Lemon. <laughs> it's Walmart branded fake flavored lemonade. Oh gosh! I an old lady sitting on her front porch right now, going, "That boy shouldn't be drinking that tea." That's not right. There's an old lady in Georgia sitting on her front porch, going, "Bless your heart." That's just oh, not gosh. right. That's not right. That's exactly what they're saying. That right. What are you drinking, Sid? Um, is it as important? What I'm drinking is the fact that I've got it in a wine bar, George Corksickle. Oh, I love that. I can tell you what I'm drinking, but John's subtitle for what I'm drinking is not, you know, it's not child friendly. (laughs) (laughs) I got some truly in my cup. Truly. All right. right. I've had truly. What are you drinking, John? Oh, uh, I'm drinking uh, some knockoff uh, hard cider from Aldi. Okay. And, um, Nice. I'm also drinking water from my child, uh, baby the child baby Yoda. From your wife's. From my wife's, the, the child. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, the baby Yoda child? tumbler. The watch child. <laughs> the baby Yoda tumbler. That's just wrong, Tony. Wrong. Hey, the all these stuff, you can't knock it. It's it's good, and it costs a lot less than whatever you're going to get over at the other grocery stores or liquor yeah, stores. Yeah. I'll give you that for the apple cider. No, not so much for, like, the, the seltzer replacement. No. That's oh, I haven't tried that. Don't, don't, don't waste the money. <laughs> cat, I, will cat, say that not I have a ball of bourbon over there that I might be tapping into later on. Nice, Ooh. nice cat. You're not a, you're not a, you're not a truly fan or a, or or an Aldi fan. I love Aldi. Yes, I love Aldi. They have the best cheese selection. Love yes. Aldi. Um, for some reason, I think that hard seltzer tastes like nail polish or I get it. Yeah, I don't like it. Sometimes I don't like it. I get it. Yeah. What do you drink it, Bubba? Oh, my usual NyQuil on the rocks. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> this is a my eighth pineapple cider. Ooh, right there. That's nice. Oh yeah. I like it. I love this. <laughs> I know Tony's Tony drinks that stuff. Yeah. And and what do you have, Al John? I am drinking the mule from Moscow. Ooh. Mm. Who made that for you? Kristen made it for me. Is it good? Copper cup included. Oh, of course. It's always great. (laughs) Always Always wonderful. No, that's Mojito. Did you you acquire the mug from a Disney resort? I did not. This is actually Uh, a gift. I believe this one is from our friend Kelly. No. No, it's from it's from Kristen's sister, Lori. And the ones upstairs are the ones from Natalie. Oh, from Natalie. Okay. I like how we changed that out. I'm getting, no. I'm, getting, I'm getting called out. Does Disney have like custom copper cups like that that they serve in the park? For- uh, not custom. They're just regular copper ones regular that ones. Uh, have a, go missing often. 
I yeah. bet. I bet. I bet. Yeah. So you can <laughs> though. You can go. You can go to. Uh, yeah, you can go to Pandora and get yourself the metal cups that they have with the carabiners mm. hooked in. You can just pop it onto your 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 backpack and you're ready to go Moscow Mule in anytime you want. Yeah. Which works. You know, I thought about it. What's Kristen drinking? I have Kristen. I am drinking Hendrix gin and I don't have tonic, so I put club soda in it, so it's just as good. (laughs) Oh, thank God. I thought it was just drink gin. (laughs) (laughs) That's usually an owl job. No, but I'll tell you. Wait, wait, wait. What's wrong with straight gin, first of all? No, there's nothing wrong. That's usually the Aljon thing right there. And, and second of all, that is a girl after my own heart. Oh, I I, I love me some gin, gin drinks, which you know that from going to Wolfgang Pucks. I always oh, yeah. get the gin drink there. take you to the Barcelona Lounge and the gin and tonic menu. Yes. Barcelona Lounge is in the Grand Destino Tower. It's the lobby mm. bar. Yep. Uh, mm. Discovered Monkey 47. Oh. My life after my husband. That's all, you had, <laughs> that's all you had to say, Sid. That is like my drink right there. And see, it makes sense that I have it in my United Kingdom Epcot glass because Hendrix is from Scotland. So it's perfect. There you go. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Scott, and I'm supposedly one percent Scottish. Crap. <laughs> Get in me, Betty. That's like the worst <laughs> imitation ever. I, I retract that. So well that's good. I'm, better than John and he's Irish. There you go. <laughs> I get to claim that I'm one percent Scottish, according to Ancestry.com. <laughs> I am Filipino Chinese, but in my heart of hearts I do have a harp beating. Here. So even though it's not Scottish, I do love me some some English English UK beers. Mm. I do. Warm? You drink them warm? I. You know what? I don't mind. I don't mind that. But especially the dark. The darker, the better. Yes. And which is completely fine. You you have you have a harp and you drink it warm. Eh, not so much. But if you have a Guinness, oh yeah, mm. not a, not not bad. Anyway, I'm hijacking this call. Go ahead. No, it's fine. <laughs> we're just hey, we're here to talk food, drink. Disney, so. Let's go for it. So let's see. Today we are going to be, I guess we should kind of tell everybody what the show is going to be about. So monthly what we're going to do is have guest panel, and you have met the majority of the crew that is here. So we're going to monthly be talking about everything having to do with Disney food and drinks. So each month there'll be like a different discussion. Like it may be our favorite you know, table service restaurant or, or maybe a favorite place to grab a steak, different conversations like that. Or we'll be talking about Disney news. You know, maybe there's a new restaurant opening. What are you doing? And, and, and Tony, it can't always, it can't always revolve around Ravello. <laughs> I'm putting it out there. I, I don't know what the hell I'll talk about then. I know, right? <laughs> It's, I know it's going to come up in this call. <laughs> it's all inevitable. Road, all roads lead to Ravello. You know, that that's actually a, kind of a good place to start. <laughs> Let's start there. We can end there, too. Yeah, sure. Why not? Hey, they have the best limoncello anywhere that I've ever had. Yep. I mean, including the limoncello that I've had in Italy. Zach Morris, time out. We need to first talk about where Ravello is and what their specialty mm. is for the uninitiated. Mm. So, Zach well, Morris, go? time in. Go ahead. Since, since Tony is ninety nine percent Sicilian, we're going to let him him take this one. Yeah, go for it. All right. So, uh, Ravello is in the uh, Four Seasons at Walt Disney World Resort, and it sits on Disney property. It's right next to Fort Wilderness, if you know where that is. And it is what they call a contemporary Italian restaurant. Uh, so, the executive chef. Uh, brings all his uh, mother and grandmother's recipes and <clears throat> kind of brings them to a contemporary forefront and t- taste and flavors and things like that and ingredients. And uh, the meatballs are the best meatballs I've ever had in the world. If, the, if they would just sell them in a bucket to go, that would be fine. I think with everybody that goes there. Haven't you, haven't they already done that for you, Tony? They, you know, it's interesting because I did ask them, can I get them to go once? And they said, well, there is a, a person, they live in Golden Oak, that comes and just gets uh, a thing of uh, meatballs to go. Mm. 
I'm like, it should just be on the menu right next to, we can package this up and send this to go. Yeah, anyway. exactly. They should. <laughs> yeah. and in fact, so, if you're, you're a listening uh, chef of retail, you need to go ahead and pack some in dry ice and send them straight up I wish up you'd in just here. send me the recipe and then I'll have to go as often. But, you know, it is fun seeing everybody. Anyway, it's, uh, it's on the bottom floor and uh, I advise everybody to go there because the food is spectacular. The service is great. The the chef is a lot of fun. I love it. Tell yeah. them Tony sent you. Yeah, yeah, tell them I sent <laughs> you. Tell, tell sent you. <laughs> You'll get the uh, castle. Oh, Tony, food. the meatball guy. Yeah, meatball <laughs> Tony. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tony Listen, people have said that, and they have gotten some, you know, free dessert or cocktail oh. or things like that. So, oh, wait. Oh, oh, gosh. Now everybody's going to be saying they know you. <laughs> hey, you know, Tony, the meatball guy. <laughs> Give me a discount. <laughs> like, hey, maybe we need to start a tab for Castanova and send him a bill at the end of the month. Here's your invoice, sir, for the month. I've, Thanks I've for the referrals, a, but look at what it cost us. I've got a, I've got a call right now. It's a charger to Castle Nova. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. gosh! Now, now, cat, like over at Disneyland, it's a little bit, a little bit different because you have a lot. I mean, you don't have a a a Golden Oak next door to Disneyland. You no, you just you have, have a, you, you have a Four Seasons Orange County Club Thirty Three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, it's a little bit different. I mean, is there a meatball place? That, well, you're not even you're not doing meatballs anymore, are you? Um, meatballs occasionally, but because of my allergy, yes. I'm allergic to wheat. For everyone, mm-hmm. I'm allergic to wheat, so I try to stay as gluten free as possible. So eating Italian food that's not made by my very Sicilian mother is sometimes <laughs> out of the question for me. Mm-hmm. She's um, awesome, by the way. Yes, we love, we love mom. Absolute best. Um, she was just here, actually. We couldn't Aww. take our, our yearly trip to Disneyland because it's closed. Yeah. But she still made me sauce. So I've got that Ooh. in the freezer. The whole oh. meal. Oh, gosh. Nice. I do love um, the ragu at Catal at Downtown Disney. Mm. Um, I can't have their pasta, but the sauce is, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's definitely not traditional though. So what would you, um, as someone gluten-free, I'm hijacking the call, Kristen. I'm sorry. I see that. I I know I need to stop. (laughs) Yeah, you do need to stop. Okay, go for it. I will let you ask the question. I will let you ask this question. You sit in that corner, put this hat on. (laughs) Put this hat on. It's because he's so used to when we do the Disney list, he's in control of everything. So he's so used to taking the lead. He's driving. <laughs> I'm used to driving. Tony. Of so I, you can ask ask Kat the question you were going to ask her. No, I was going to say. No, you were going to ask her question. With, well, as someone that has a gluten free uh, is living gluten free, what do you pair the sauce with? typically is it i am a rice eater i love rice but when it comes to pasta sauce i would put it on an old shoe let's be honest um (laughs) it's it's the best um but i do eat a lot of rice as a substitute for pasta um also disney is so wonderful when it comes to allergies um almost everywhere has an allergy menu that has options and almost always substitutions so if they have a gluten-free pasta I'm most likely going to try it just to see how it is. Um, there is so many, there are so many choices right now when it comes to gluten-free options because more and more people are doing it as a fad. Um, and some of it tastes like cardboard, but some of it's really delicious. So I'm sure that can be, I, I'm sure you kind of have like a mixed feelings about it being a fad because with you, it's it's something medical, so it's something that could be very serious for your health if you have it, whereas some people are just doing it to do it, and chefs aren't going to take that quite the same way. Yeah. Um, but the I would say the plus to that for you is more options on the menu than... <laughs> definitely definitely yeah. and now they're like carrying snacks in the bakeries and like crackers and granola bars and all sorts of oh, different yeah. things so it's like you know if more people want to jump on the bandwagon like i miss bread i miss bread like real bread that was like my one true love was bread and now all i can have is bread that tastes not good and so it makes me sad but if they're going to come up with something that's better because more people want it i'm 100 on board awesome well, in the meantime, you know, you always have, you know, the the gluten free stuff, and then I don't know. I guess you could always put it on some awesome vegetables too. Oh yeah, honestly, like asparagus. 
vegetable. You could do it like a ratatouille kind of thing. Yes. Vegetables with that sauce on it. I'll take it. That sounds I'm great. I'm so hungry right now, gang. <laughs> I haven't too. even we haven't eaten dinner yet, so <laughs> like I'm wow, so hungry. Even, yeah, wait until the end of the show. You're gonna eat your computer. I totally will. <laughs> yeah, I have to say I'm totally with you. If it's good enough sauce, I'll put it on a flip flop. I really don't care. Oh, yeah. 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 And flip flops are a plenty down here in Florida, so <laughs> that's what I hear. <laughs> We call there. them chanclas here in California. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, they're uh, up here in Nashville. Yeah, everybody's wearing flip flops this time of year. Truth. <laughs> My friend Allie down in uh, Chattanooga, she even wears them in the winter. She's like, I don't care. I just live in flip flops. <laughs> and they will melt to the cement here. My buddy drove through Death Valley a couple days ago where it hit 129. Oh. And yeah, he Jeez. drove this truck through and he took something out and. Sure enough, it's stuck within like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Ugh, yuck. <laughs> the one thing is, though, you know, there's places in California that have the, there's not the same humidity that Florida has or Nashville has this time of year where it's, you walk outside and you instantly sweat and it's just oh, yeah. gross. So it's hard for me to think what that would feel like being a non-humid heat a dry heat yeah because i mean it's there's such a a difference between heat that's dry and heat that's humid because 86 humid can feel worse than 100 dry so absolutely yeah so we actually have a couple of puppy dogs and we take them out every morning and I have to get ready for work first, and we take them out and walk our puppy dogs. And by the time we get back, I have to change clothes. Mm. Ridiculous. Yeah, horrible. It's, it's so I, hot. I forget and shower every day and then walk the dogs. And every day I say, I will not do this the next day and every day. That sounds like me. But the flip side is, is we live, you know, 15 minutes to Walt Disney World. So that's true. Small price go. to pay. <laughs> I mean, that's why they sell so many drinks. You just, when you walk around the park, you get that humidity. You sweat it out of you and you just want to drink more water. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. I, I feel like you should lose blood, but honestly, these the corksicles that they're starting to sell in the parks are great because you get a frozen drink and it's still frozen. You actually have to take the lid off, stir it around, get it to melt. These things are fantastic. They are. And mine, that night that we picked them up, mine the next morning still was frozen in there and it was just sitting on the counter i was like yeah that thing really works it's well worth the money they should do that they should do that over that epcot where we get the frozen kirin so when you go to epcot you go down the japanese pavilion and there's a little kiosk a little food stand there and you can get frozen kirin or frozen japanese beer and it's usually pretty good for about halfway through the world showcase I could usually drink it, and there's still a nice little icy top on it. Keeps the beer nice and cold. Doesn't water it down one bit. But yes, a Corksicle-style thing would be awesome to have to take that Kirin or frozen beer around World Showcase. It probably won't last we me do the Put the frozen Kirin in the shaved ice machine so you can get a shaved Kirin. Shaved Kirin. Tony, put a patent on that right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, don't, <laughs> just don't put condensed milk on it, and then you have beer category, which kind of would yeah, be weird. Like, I like the shave ice thing, and I like the beer. Why can't I have it shaved and shaved then ice? <laughs> All right, Tony, your backgrounds are killing me. I'm sorry. You are moving <laughs> way too much around the parks right now. <laughs> He's, like, everywhere. <laughs> a little bit I'm sorry. You see, at least Cat is in the Millennium Falcon, so... She's she's chilling, straight chilling. I love it. That's a profile pic right there. Can you see it? The, the hollow table is there. I love it. Really- yeah. Yes. Let the Wookiee win. I love it. Okay, so let's talk about. I'm gonna start with. I'm gonna start with with Sid. Uh-oh. So, what is it that you like about dining at at Disney Disney World like. Disneyland? Your podcast? I'm about to say the podcast. What do you like about the podcast? The the part. Go on. Tell me more about how you like me. (laughs) What you like about it and what you find to be different than when you go and, you know, eat it. Applebee's. I don't know. Tuesdays. It's the first thing that came to my mind. Less in our pockets afterwards. Of all places. I ask you, Park Hopper John. Oh, that's true. So we start with Sid. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's it's the experience. It's 
the ability to just turn into six-year-olds. And so we actually went with um, Tony from the Disney Parks podcast and a couple of other friends, and we went to a character breakfast this weekend. And, you know, if y'all are thinking about it, you're afraid to come down because maybe the character breakfast seem a little bit different. They are doing a fantastic job of keeping you entertained, keeping the characters engaged with you, keeping everybody safe. And it was just really lovely. I actually felt like we saw the characters more than when they used to be able to come table to table. Um, I mean, we even got, we asked, this is horrible. I did it. Um, The dress was so cute that Minnie was wearing at the Riviera Resort that we, we kept seeing these little flips of red and we're like, what is under your dress? And she showed us her petticoat. It was adorable. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow but it's pantaloons. Also, it was also just the service you know we go they give you a fixed price you're supposed to pick one thing off the menu well uh park hopper john and i have gone low carb we are keto so we're looking at everything we're like we can't have the waffle we can't have the potatoes we can't have this so we actually had we had eggs with a side of meat and a side of meat and on a side of that they gave us more meat nice yeah and the pastries are fantastic oh my gosh cat i'm with you i miss bread i mean good bread like a nice rosemary baguette oh my gosh warm out of the oven bread (laughs) yes honey i know um but really that's to me that's the biggest difference is it's not just a meal it's an experience Okay, so where did you, I know where you guys ate, but where, tell everybody where you ate. So we were in the top level of, what was the name of the restaurant? Topolino. Topolino. Topolino's Terrace. We were in Topolino's Terrace. Um, We were at the Riviera Resort. I'm actually wearing my ears from there. So Nice. Uh, But it was just, it was lovely. And Disney did a fantastic job. There's hand sanitizer everywhere. You walked in, they took our temperatures, they showed us to a table. We were in a private dining room. It was great. And so to me, really, the difference of dining at Disney as opposed to down the street from Disney is the experience. Yeah. We got a little bit lucky in that we were right in the place where they stopped to do their routine. And we also, when we did the uh, character breakfast at Rubella, we also were in the spot. Where maybe we're not lucky, Tony. So maybe we, we should you want to ask for one of the four corners because that's where they stop to do their little dance and wave at people. So you want to be in one of the four corners of the restaurant. That's the secret. Gotcha. I, I do have to say that if Minnie Mouse blew my husband one more kiss, she and I were going to have some work. I, I didn't know where this <laughs> podcast was going for a second. Whoa. When does this? <laughs> I, I was oh, hoping there were more true. words after that. <laughs> There were. You just kept talking. Okay. All right. I wasn't sure. <laughs> oh, God. Gotta watch my tags when I post this to YouTube now. Thanks yeah. a lot. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Tony. <laughs> so, John, what is it? Uh, same question to you. What is it that you like and find to be different and unique about dining at Disney? I think with us and how we've done it, we've, we've formed relationships with a lot of the. the People who work there, a lot of the cast members, the managers, the, the servers, the bartenders, uh, especially the bartenders. So <laughs> it's like you go and you have this great meal, but in between courses, you're just catching up with friends. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, our go tos are always, you know, Polite Pig, Wolfgang Puck, you know, Paradiso 37, you know, Boathouse, even Homecoming. And homecoming, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so we've gotten to know some people there. So when we go, it's, it's like, it's not going to a restaurant. It's going to a friend's house, hanging out. We go to like Wolfgang's, uh, Joe is one of the, he's the bar manager. He's like, Hey, it's good to see you guys. Comes out, gives us a big hug. What are you thinking today? I'm thinking bourbon as always. What are you thinking, Sid? Uh, okay. Not as sweet. And he points at me and says a little sweeter. And I'm like, yeah. And, a cocktail will magically appear that's not on the menu. Well, and I, I do have to say, so we follow Tony a lot because, you know, Tony is a trendsetter. And so we have been to Ravello more than a handful of times. And some of our greatest experiences have been at these different restaurants and things happening that are Disney magic. Uh, Fabrizio, who is the head chef over all of the restaurants at the Four Seasons, took my little two-year-old nephew with his mother and myself following because he ate all his dinner, took him in the back, and picked him up and showed him all the different ice creams that they had available and let him pick whatever he wanted and just gave it to him. 
because, you know, because Fabrizio knows us and we were appreciative and, you know, they were down from New York and it was their first time there and he wanted to make sure it was special. And that's always the best thing is that whether it's old friends, whether it's new friends, whether it's somebody who's going to be a friend the next morning, you know, it's, it's all about the relationships and the experience. And so it's not the same feeling as when you go into Ruby Tuesday. You know, this is your birthday song. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm you sure know. Ruby Tuesday is lovely, but they, they ain't Disney. No. They're not a sponsor of the show, are they? No. 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 Okay. We good. really tried, See, I always but wanna... they just haven't answered anything. They are. I can good. Because we, we've bashed them twice now. I, I, I always want to make sure. Oh. <laughs> I always want to sing, though, the Oh, Charlie's one, because that that was actually my first job, and I hated singing that stupid song, and every time, that's automatically what comes in, like, pops into my head. It's, How much flair did you have to wear, wait, Kristen? What song is that? None. Kristen, what's the song? I don't know. Oh, this. it's... Go ahead, Happy, Kristen. happy birthday. We're really glad you came. Happy, happy birthday from the Oh, Charlie's gang. Hey! <laughs> yeah, your typical song right there. Yep. Uh, your typical song. Your typical. Well, I've sang so many working when restaurants throughout the years. Hey, uh, when I, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for what I've done to your evening. I'm. Yeah, I love you. So when I worked at Cozy Mills, of course, we sang sang Happy Birthday in Spanish. The servers disliked it so much. That we would intentionally do a horrible job so that the, <laughs> that they would actually stop us from doing it. And finally, it got to a point that they're like, you're not singing. You're not singing it. No. <laughs> We're not doing that. that. Awesome. So uh, let that be a note there, Cozy Mills. <laughs> Don't let this girl <laughs> sing over at your restaurant anymore. No, I'm I, not saying me. I'm saying the staff, the servers as a whole, as a group. It's horrible when you're serving and all of a sudden you just hear, I need birthday singers. I'm like, ah. Well, of course, you know, of course, Bubba's got the golden throat, so he's going to be in every single one of those things. You, you don't know? even want to know. I mean, just, it, I've uh, had to sing solo. People, uh, uh, No, I want to know. Huh? I I, this is my first happy hour with all of this group. I want to hear the song, Bubba. Well, my song, I always did a quick version. Like, this is like, hey, I got stuff to do, so here's your song. This stuff. is your birthday song, and it's not very long. Happy birthday. That's it. That would be the whole song, and then I would have to go to my tables. And uh, no, but when I worked for the other Italian restaurant, yeah, I had I was going to say, because, you know, what you all don't know is that Bubba is an award-winning vocalist. Like, he and his wife are, like, so good. Yeah. We met in choir in college, yes. Wow. Cool. So good. So, and I am so the good. biggest karaoke DJ in California. So good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that just completely made me lose my train of thought. Well, we were talking, well, we were, we were talking about the four seasons. <laughs> And then we did talk about the reasons why you love talking or eating at Disney yes. with Sid. And with I'm Sid, sure yeah. you're going to be going over to talk to Bubba and Cat about Disneyland. Cat, next. About. Oh, see, she looks like you when she does that. Yeah. <laughs> She's got to do. But see, then Sid, Sid does the one where she does it to the side that looks. Yeah, that's oh, it. Oh, the same. <laughs> yes. yes, that one. Yes. <laughs> so this is it. Y'all are watching. I'm so sorry. It, this is what you see out of every like Baptist minister wife when she does her headshot for the church directory. That's it. You know, you gotta be, you gotta be a little sassy. You gotta be a little sultry, but you still want to have your eyes looking up to the Lord. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so you tilt your head and put your hands in the in the little praying position. Uh-huh. So specific. Mm-hmm. Photos mm-hmm. by Life Touch. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're watching. I am so sorry. I know, right? Oh my so, god! <laughs> I'm gonna du- do double exposure on everybody so that they all have the ghost of their head floating above them. Oh no, 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 no! With the 80s okay, cat. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Disneyland. What is it? Oh, actually, you got Disney. You could say Disneyland and Disney World. Yeah, so, yeah, of just... those, what what is it that draws you to the food? What makes it different? Oh, okay. So, I've been going to Disney World since I was like. Two, and I've been going to Disneyland since like 2008 was the first time I went. And every, every restaurant on Disney property, it's always, I go there, I expect to have a good meal and I come out with a new best friend. 
every single time. It's like, I go in, I just want to like eat, maybe share some time with my family. If I don't want to spend time with my family, maybe just spend some time with the food. And then I always end up making friends with the server or the manager or the hostess or the bar, whoever, it doesn't matter. Having an allergy, making friends with those people makes my life so much easier. They are always very con- like concerned about whether or not we're doing okay. They make sure that nothing is cross-contaminated for me because I don't have like a digestive allergy. I have an anaphylactic allergy. So like if something happens, you're going to get a show of me getting an EpiPen and it's not fun. So I love just the environment, but also I love the choices there's something for every single person, whatever taste you might have. And if I want a burger on Monday, but I want sushi on Tuesday, they can make it happen for me. And it's the best. Um, here at Disneyland, the choices are a little bit uh, less wide, but I have been known to make full day meals out of big pickles at Disneyland. <laughs> I'm fine with because I love pickles almost as much as I love bread. <laughs> uh, I just love the choices. You have so many options. There's so many different things and there's something for everyone really, especially if you have an allergy or if you're vegan or keto, anything that you guys are looking for, they're going to be able to help you out. And if you go to guest services, usually whoever's in there is always really nice and they'll be able to tell you, okay, if you go to this place and ask them for this menu and get this substitution, it's going to be exactly what you want. That's awesome. And I, and it's, it's funny that you mentioned that you go in to a restaurant and you leave with new friends because every single person on this panel, except for <laughs> this guy, I met in a, well, I did meet you in a bar, uh, a restaurant or a bar at Disney. I didn't meet him at one at Disney, but everybody else, that's how we all, we first met was yeah. at, at one so, of those places. Cold bar. Yeah. We met you guys at cold bar. Mm-hmm. You brought an Aljon to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, like really, a that's a really subtle reference. Okay, Tony, how about you? What What is it that draws you to Disney food and drinks? The valet parking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's because your table's in Wonderland and it's free with that. Um, it's, uh, it's consistency. Uh, you know, if you go, the food is the same every single time. It's not, you know, a different flavor, a different temperature, a different quantity. It's always the same every single time you go. And the customer service, there's only one time in like the last probably 15 years that I actually had to complain about a server. And I was, I mean, I was blown away. And the people I was with were like, what the hell is going on? What, what is with this person? She just did not want to serve tables that day. And we experienced that once. Yeah. And that's fine. I get it. But then you know what? Go the hell home, <laughs> get out <laughs> and get on home because it, you're not, you're not, you're, you're not doing anybody any justice. But anyway, uh, I do like that. I can use my valet when I, uh, tables in Wonderland. That is a nice, uh, perk. Uh, you know, that that's a great perk of tables in Wonderland. It's probably the best perk, I think, especially if you're a local. Uh, and I don't think everybody utilizes that as much as they should. Oh, it's a great perk. Well, yeah. even though we're not locals, because they do offer a different price for annual right. pass holders that we have, you know, we have a tables in Wonderland card as well. And right. you're right. Yep. Even if you Cat add piss. up the amount of times that you go and you use the valet at a resort, yeah. even being a non-local, non-Floridian, it's still well worth and, it. And it now adds that up it's so forty dollars a pop, yeah, that's a steal. Oh, forty dollars exactly. a year? For, no, forty dollars no, a valet park. park. Oh, the valet park. Oh. So to get that for free, oh, nice. Oh, wow. $40 to Valley Park. Yeah. Yeah. I so remember when it was stealing. 25. That wasn't that many years ago. No, it wasn't. Was, Every year was it's gone what, up last like five year? bucks. <laughs> Two years ago, yeah. it was Supply like Supply and demand, babies. Oh, Supply my God. Yeah. yeah so, speaking of that and of prices going up, I have been doing some cleaning out of bins and things like that that have souvenirs, whatnot in them. And I came across from high school for my very first trip, which was December of 1991, 
to Disney World and in the bags. I kept the plastic bags from the trip, apparently. In it, I found receipts, including receipts from restaurants. <laughs> and there was stuff that was so cheap that I'm like, you got a t-shirt? I got a t-shirt for fourteen ninety-five. Yeah. You can't even think about getting a t-shirt. You can't get a much. half a t-shirt for $14.95. No. <laughs> no. And the, and the price of like that. food, like yeah. six ninety-five for, you know, the chicken tender meal right. or whatever with like you a drink and everything. I was like, shirt. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> get some of that tea, Tony. Right. Get some of exactly. that tea, that Tony tea. <laughs> Take the plunge. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. no, Tables in Wonderland is probably like the coolest thing that anyone could get because not only included valet parking, but also discounts on alcohol. Yeah. Which they can't yeah. do out oh. in California. Which they but can't Florida. do in California, yep. unfortunately. Wah, wah. Well, where's my damn here. Yeah. So that may be. Now, I will say, because we've discussed the fact that pass holders in Disneyland get better discounts at food as a whole. Right. And merchandise off. and stuff. Depend- they yeah. get- 20% off depending but, on which tier you have. Yeah. But... We can buy in Walt Disney World tables in Wonderland, and not only do we get discounts on plenty of food places, including ones that are not Disney-owned, but you have 20% off on alcohol and free valet at resorts. And that alcohol, 20% off, that can add up to be quite a bit. <laughs> Especially yeah. when and you go And the other on hidden your- secret yeah. about that is if the resort doesn't have a restaurant, like say art of animation, they will take it at the food court and give you your 20% discount. Mm-hmm. All right. So not everybody knows about that secret either. little hack there. Can I, can I mm-hmm. add one thing into about tables in Wonderland down here in yes. Orlando? So we have had a handful of friends that we tell them, Oh, this would be a great thing. If you eat out at Disney a lot, you definitely want to look into a tables in Wonderland pass because you get the 20% off food, the 20% off alcohol. Now, understand, it does add an 18% gratuity back in. And we have friends that look at us and say, oh, so you only get a 2% discount. I'm sorry. If you see it that way, you have never, ever worked in food yeah, service. You do not understand how tipping works, and you need to go away and not come back to our Disney resorts because we <laughs> like our cast members. They deserve their tips. Yes. And please understand, you know, you can still add more on top of that. But, yeah, it's it's a 20% discount. It is not a 2%. I've... I've had people that, when I've discussed it with them, they have complained about, well, I don't want to have to have an 18% gratuity. And I'm like, even with that 18% gratuity, you're still saving money because you would be paying full price. Plus, even if you don't tip well and you tip somebody 10%, that's still an additional 10% or 15%. We always tip 20 or more just depending on, you know, service. Um, because again, having worked in restaurants, you see things a little bit differently, I think, um, than people who haven't ever worked in that industry and seen how hard you actually have to work for that money. And the fact that like in Tennessee, it's two thirteen an hour that you get paid. And I know it varies by state. Some it's $5 or, you know, but whatever, but state, it's been two thirteen an hour since the eighties. Right. Yeah. Oh it's it's like i got paid 213 an hour in ohio when i was in high school so if you think about the fact that's what your employees are making and most of the time they end up owing somebody money because 213 an hour does not even cover the tax no no they should be making so yes please tip your waiters and waitresses and we welcome you back again how did did your line go (laughs) waitresses and bartenders and uh try the veal Try the meal. <laughs> hey, you know, Kat really nailed it though with her statement about the uh, having dinner because of the experience, but also becoming friends. The cast members that 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 serve you, um, that love the job, we love them back. We love them in return oh, yeah. Yeah. because they are our friends. You know, whether it's Tony and the staff over there at Four Seasons, or for us, the staff over there at. Waldorf Astoria, you know, Tim, so you over know, at, Bull and Bear. at Bull and Bear, like, <laughs> like that is, that is our equivalent, right? So, you know, he's like, Hey guys, what's up? You know, have you listened to the new replacements record yet, Al John? It's really cool. And it's like, yeah, man, let's go. Let's talk about, let's talk about music and let's talk about food and drinks and beverage and then serve us up some Glenfiddich and let's have it. Let's well, have it. And uh, like yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Sid mentioned. Oh, go ahead. 
I'm sorry. I was going to say, like you mentioned earlier, when it comes to you getting to know the bartenders and it being like seeing friends, it's that way for us, especially over at, uh, we always go into Tune In Lounge, which is, for those of you that don't know, it's the bar that's part of 50's Primetime Cafe in Disney's Hollywood Studios. And we've made friends with both Dave bartenders. So every time we go in, they always have, you know, Dave and Dave, and they always are like, oh, hey, <laughs> have you seen this? And it's, you know, you you have this conversation that you don't have because they know they know you. Yeah, they, you don't even need, you, you sit down at the bar and they already know what you want. Like, it's, But they know, you know what you like bad. outside of Disney, too. Oh, yeah. You know it's bad when, you know, you somebody reaches out to you that has left a, a restaurant or left someplace and they're like, hey, did you hear this other person who used to be at that restaurant had a family tragedy? And you start texting with everybody. When you get... Um, I, I got drunk dialed about two o'clock in the morning by one of the general managers when she found out they were reopening after all of this craziness. We had were Facebook friends with multiple servers in different places. We have run into one of the, I think he's an assistant manager over at Boathouse. We ran into him at a random resort and ended up hanging out for hours and made new friends. One woman is still a friend to this day, has spent you know, weekends in our home that we bonded over gin and tonics. So at, at a point, you have to remember that these are real people with real lives in all of these places, and they are fantastic. They're funny. They're entertaining. They have hearts, and it's just, it's wonderful to see the people that make up the cast member family over at Disney. Some of, my favorite, yeah. Yeah. some of my favorite memories tied to every one of, of you here on this this call is always always tied up with a visit to a restaurant or bar and i love that i love i oh, love yeah. i love thinking about the last time we were all at d23 together cat bub all of us we were at d23 we're sitting at a lounge having a few drinks talking disney but definitely enjoying each other's company that to me are are is our memories that will last forever because they're they're really awesome like and and the food and drink is part of that but the camaraderie you spend at these places because of the atmosphere conducive to having good time and having fun the great service that's involved the awesome food of course but just everything is just a full sensory like yes i love it that's how i met tony was the d23 source of radio meetup I mean, he was like one of the, he was, I thought we were the first people there. All of a sudden I'm about to order and I see Tony with the tray already sitting down. I'm like, Tony, you're Tony, right? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, wow, Trader he's already here and ready to party. Yeah. Actually, I just reposted that picture, Bubba. Oh, you did? Yeah. I want to see that. I yeah, did. It's on Facebook. Yeah. I saw it. I saw it because that was when Pirates of the Caribbean, was it Dead Men, Tell No Tell came out or whatever? Yeah. That, that's how yeah. old that, yeah. that picture was. That's when Lasseter shut down the bathroom, too. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, was, bathroom down, yeah. that was the night I almost that, that Kristen and I almost had a meltdown, thanks to John Lasseter. Oh, yeah. Uh, but what was cool about that meetup, and I think the past couple of meetups, Bob Gurr was actually... He wasn't with our group, but he yeah. sat like right next to us right. and coolest guy in the world. Yeah. But I mean, everybody that came up to him, he talked to. Yeah. Yeah. Past couple of meetups. Yeah. Everybody has a good Bob Gurr story. Yes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And it also oh, includes yeah. drinking. Always. Oh, uh, yes. Drinking, yeah. <laughs> with a Gurkini. A martini that will just yep. put you on your butt, and you're grateful for it. Oh, it, this is true. I actually had a Gertini, and it also kicked my butt. So. <laughs> Who doesn't love a Gertini? No, it's but basically. No, it's, I met him was at D23, and his um, his escort could not figure out which end of the of the expo hall that he was supposed to be at. <laughs> And he literally walked up to my husband and I and asked where something was, and they showed me a map, and I took him by the arm and escorted him to his state. Aww. freaking idea who he was. You didn't, like, drag him over there, did you? Just... <laughs> Give me your arm. You don't have to drag Bob. He's already running anyway. He's running. Always running. <laughs> you know what? I That's Mr. Excited. Yep. Bob will follow a cute girl anywhere, and I was cuter back then, so. <laughs> He'll follow us anywhere. He doesn't go home with us, John. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to say something bad. I'm trying. I'm, I'm like him too. Like, like John and I are both. Red. He's ready to pop. Oh, this is true. We're we're biting our lips right now, but this is funny. No, Bob is good people. He's good people. 
He is fantastic, people. Fantastic. He is uh, really. No, was John, <laughs> John, look at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's so funny is I had no idea who this gentleman was, and he just looped his arm around mine and said, well, show me the way. Of course. And and my husband is standing behind going, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh my God. He was serious. Uh, you're fanboying over there doing the fan fanboy flail. Ah, like Kermit uh, the Frog. Yeah. I love it. Well, of course, if we're going to go fan fanboying anywhere, you might as well fanboy for Bob Gurr. That's, sure. appro- that's appropriate. Appropriate in this case. Well, I think we should go ahead, wrap up the show, and because I think we're at a good breaking point. And we'll have to figure out what fun discussion we want to have for next month. So that's right. Are, are we cueing music? Is that so, my cue? <laughs> I need to steal this from me. Oh, you need to steal. Okay, steal, steal it. <laughs> All right, that's awesome. Having said that, we hope you enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, click the notification bell. We are on Anchor, and I do want to give a shout out to one of our top fans because she is one of our donors on Anchor, and that is Lindsay. Thank you so much. You are awesome. Those of you that want to be like Lindsay and be a donor, uh, there is a $0.99, cent, a $4.99, and a $9.99 that you can choose from there, but you can subscribe to to our podcast there as well as um, other platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google, and Spotify. So. That's, right. That's right. Tony, tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at DisneyByTheNumbers.com. That is a site all about facts and figures of Disney. And then you can find me on the Disney Parks Podcast uh, at DisneyParksPodcast.com. Nice. Park Hopper John. Uh, you can find me at wdwparkhoppers.com as well as co-hosting with Tony over the Disney Parks podcast. Park Hopper Sid. Well, I guess that just puts me over at wdwparkhoppers.com. I, I unfortunately share Park Hopper John with Tony, but you know, I still get the best parts of him, Tony. <laughs> His pod wife. Cat, <laughs> where can, where can everybody find you? Um, you can catch me on Instagram. My handle is at catastrophe c a t underscore a s p r o p h e catastrophe. Um, with a lot of Disney aesthetics, food, snacks, and uh, Disney park fashion. So come here and check me out. I yes. love it. By the way, Cat, you are not a fake geek girl. We all know you're a legit. <laughs> Geek girl. Oh, my, that's my hashtag. I, I know, but you're not fake. You're legit. 100%. I Comic Con in like 2007, and I was like, I'm owning this. This is mine now. Okay, Thanks. well, it, it is yours. <laughs> it's for like sure. me. Rock. I always use hashtag Lush Life. Rock, rock, rock that. Rock that. <laughs> Al John, where can people find you? Hey, you can find me on the interwebs there at the Disney List, DisneyListPodcast.com. You can also find me at aljohn.go on Instagrams. So that's probably the best way to, to hang out and do that. And by the way, the Disney List Podcast, every single week, join us on the live stream there on Facebook. Yes. Bubba, you want to tell everybody where they can find you as well as dining at Disney? Yes, you can find me on Instagram, big underscore Bubba underscore B, and take a look at my interesting life. And hoping Disneyland gets open soon. So we'll, we'll just leave it at that. Me and Kat can go back to meeting up and having some food last time we met up was that we had dessert together i believe and nice. that was a good time oh, oh yeah. too that was great nice well the last time i saw cat was over at carnation cafe so that was a good time it's been too. a while oh, yes it was i'm hungry now <laughs> so hungry until next time i'm Kristen. with me is bubba as well as our special guest park hopper john park hopper sid cat and tony bon appetit guys this podcast is not affiliated with the walt disney company or its holdings it is intended for entertainment purposes